You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Beaver Studios, it's the Rome Podcast, still in quarantine edition. I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And I'm Rob Cast. Mr. Cast, how goes it? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. We're uh, we're nearing the end of June already, if you can believe it. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I know, it's pretty I, crazy. So, lots going on. Again, I'm in that home renovation, basically for the summer, so I'm going to talk. stop talking about it, because, you know, <laughs> it's it's my daily thing you know what I mean? so it's it's what, what am i gonna do right and also too it's it's kind of my job so if I wasn't doing my home i'd be doing another one yeah <laughs> or yeah, a commercial building so yeah. it's it yeah it's just it's it's different when it's yours so yeah myself i've been uh the last couple of days been taking it easy because i hurt my back again so um but as soon as i did i got my tens unit put on my back right kind of helped me from being bedridden but i'm still in a rough shape i think i'm gonna Spend the day with it today, and uh, as the uh, as the brand itself is called Doctor Ho, which is amazing. Oh uh, yeah, I have one of those actually, and I was very I'm very skeptical when it comes to that sort of thing. I'm not one of these uh, yeah, voodoo voodoo yeah. crystal things like none of them like that. But actually, yeah, to actually get a little bit of relief, you put that little you give your muscles a little zap, and yeah, it, it works. Yeah, it's the same thing they use in physiotherapist's office. So yeah, it's not as strong. Mine when your back's hurt. It's strong enough, trust me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a thousand it, needles. Yeah, you don't need it to be um, like ridiculous. Have you ever, you ever put put yes. that? Because basically, what but people that don't know, this isn't. We're not sponsored by Doctor Ho, but we have one here here in the house, and it's just basically you put these pads, and it sends a little, a little jolt, a little electrical charge, but it's only like a double, couple double A batteries in the unit, so it's not like you're plugging it into the wall. It might not even triple A and. Oh, oh, there you go, triple yeah, A. But believe me, it will. If you crank it up there, especially like you put on your forearm or something, right? You know, uh, you got to put one on each side, but it will close your hand on you, and you will not be able to open. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good enough. Like basically, have you ever noticed? Again, you have to moisten the pads because that's it. It the the wetness conducts the electrical current. Moist. Yeah, moist. moistly. Moist. <laughs> So if you moisten the pads, have you ever, when, you, when the pads start drying out, you know that it, it's incredible how much it hurts if it's just yeah. a straight shock. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Really. And is. you're sitting there and you're like, you got your bottle of water and your finger in your bottle of water just to get enough water, but not too much. Yeah. Cause you gotta let it dry for it to, the, the rubber on it becomes tacky again and it goes, yep. and then you're okay. Oh, old man podcast. A uh, few, few things before we get started. Um, we are recording on a Saturday, but as our release date is on Wednesdays, and when we release, it is officially Canada Day. It is. Happy Happy Canada Day. Yay. Or as, or as uh, our buddy used to say, Happy Patois Day. Happy Patois Day, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed, yeah. So Canada Day, so all of you out there celebrating, celebrate responsibly. We're still... Remember the distancing rules and the physical distancing. Like, don't uh, wait, 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 wait. I may have something here. Uh-oh. Uh oh. There you go. Oh, you want me to say something patriotic now and or over above our anthem? <laughs> if, if you want, 
Yeah, we're going to stop it there. We're going to stop it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right reasons. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Fair use, fair use. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, Canada. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, happy Canada Day if you're listening to this on the day of release. But, you know, however, and it's weird one this year because our Canada Day is on the first. Again, every year, and it's getting numbing to hear now. Like, yes, we understand July 4th is American Independence Day. We have our Canada Day. And it's, they're so close. And if you live by the border, you can kind of celebrate both. We've done that joke. Oh, how long have we been on? Oh, this is the fifth time now. So, <laughs> so um, also do so our American friends, if, uh, if you're listening, happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Yeah, happy 4th. I mean, uh, I mean, most of you are not going to be celebrating, and those who do are probably going to put yourself at risk. So uh, yeah, be yeah. safe over there. It's going to be kind of a f- tire fire going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on, yeah. And it's just, I, it's, anyway, like, I, I can't, it, it just, it's almost like I just can't anymore. Like it, it's, uh, there's so much happening and it's just, and, and now the cases are all starting, the COVID cases are all starting to rise again. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's like it just put the brakes on, ease into it. But if you are going to celebrate Canada Day or Independence Day, please celebrate responsibly, you know? So, um, but uh, what else, what else I have on tap here? I had something going on. We well, were, no. I was going to say, like, the amount of cases that are coming out of, like, Florida and Texas, um, if you're 10 times our population, then that would equate about 900 cases a day here. Right. And currently, we are getting at about 100. We just, we had our lowest point, 111 cases. Right. So, um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope we yeah, I hope we do get better. So, on uh, other news, I mean, we're going to touch on some neat Canada facts a little bit later, but just I have to bring something up right away and it's for some reason it dawned on me. Mm-hmm. Um as everybody listening knows, my name is actually Robert Cast, C A S T. And it's serendipitous, that's why we are the Roman Pod and cast we're not the roman podcast we're the roman pod and cast because i'm the cast uh, i thought you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna search to see if there's anybody that named their show the rob cast let's see if uh and, and there is some Rob, <laughs> rob's googling himself yeah well no i'm not googling myself i'm looking on itunes basically spotify or anywhere like i wonder if somebody actually named you know like the rob slash cast like you know like you can have like yeah. the sports cast the the you know, I mean the, the the gaming cast or whatever all these different things i'm like i'm sure it's out there yeah there is a couple and i messaged you and i messaged our mutual friend steph yesterday i'm like and i basically joking messaged you said with a screenshot of these these podcasts that are called the Robcast. I'm like, I'm going to sue these motherfuckers. Didn't you threaten violence or something? I don't remember. Exactly. No, no, I just <laughs> litigation. <laughs> and then, so Steph's like, Oh, and he actually started listening to the Robcast. One of them anyway. And apparently it's this religious cast. He starts off by quoting, uh, you know, a Bible verses on his podcast. And I'm like, and the, the, the irony of it all, the actual Robert cast, the actual Rob cast myself is a practicing atheist. <laughs> so I, I don't know, maybe. And I was like, well, and we were, I was joking with Steph and he's saying, well, you should go after, you know, I mean, you should try to be on this podcast because it'd be very entertaining. And then I'm like, and then he might get upset because I am an atheist and he is a 
this the Robcast is a religious podcast. And I'm like, well, maybe I should be upset with my name representing religious dogma. You mean if I'm an atheist, you mean I am an atheist. So you know, it just it goes, it's very weird. It's very bizarre. Yeah, it wouldn't be funny, it'd just be coincidental. Yeah, it's but it, it's it's I find it I find it funny that you mean the one thing that you would not hear from actually Robert Robcast is a religious podcast. You mean like I find it funny that it's not a podcast about how to rob people. Yeah, well, I'm that's good. That's, that's maybe it's a little better. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's weird because I, I you look I show I showed you the screen art. I I you can Google it, check it out. You can whatever you want. You Google the Rob or Robcast podcast or right. Robcast, and it's like. My name, it says Rob Cass. That's the show art, like in big white letters. I'm like, oh, that's weird. That's me. That'd be like you opening iTunes and saying, oh, Roman LeBeau. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's my, it's my. Could it's, happen. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was amusing. So if uh, I don't, I haven't listened to the Rob Cast. You know, I just, maybe I'm I, out of curiosity. I might. I think there's a couple of them out there. There's a meme here. Rob Cast. Rob, Rob from the, the, the Rob Cast cast struggles to struggles to get viewers. Mention Rob Cast once, guy gets five hundred thousand viewers. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, the Rob Cast. The Rob Cast. That's right. <laughs> so we just did half our show about a guy we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Talk about a subject you're not interested in. Exactly. Because coincidentally, he shares your first name. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But again. The the coincidence is his show is literally named after me, my entire name. Now, if he had my middle name in his show, I'd be like, okay, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, <laughs> and then I call. I would. Who does goes of the Robert Herbert cast? I mean, <laughs> it's not Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, on with the show. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna jump into. I was uh, digging around because it was Canada. Day. It was. It is coming. Canada coming, and we're releasing on Canada. Day. Or so as I, I would, like to call it, haircut day. Haircut day. I finally get to get a haircut. Oh, fantastic. They could squeeze me in. Fantastic. All right. Well, I found this thing, and this is, I've taken this right out of Reader's Digest Canada. Again, I know, not sexy, but uh, here's uh, 13 things you didn't know about Canada Day. So, are you ready to hear it? It's just, we're going to rhyme them off real quick here. This Um, This one's titled, number one is We Like Beer. Canada Day is a cold one. Is a cold one to go. To, uh, a cold one is goes together like Bob and Doug McKenzie. In British Columbia, residents guzzle 1.2 million liters of beer over the our Canada Day long weekend. And that's and that's and that's just from government-run liquor stores. That's not counting the grocery stores or that's just from the what the, the census what the government. Well, in in British Columbia, it's all. In in grocery stores and and corner stores, yeah. it's all they, they it's all and they even have offshore beer sales. At yeah, the, and exactly that's not counting like all the all the independent craft beers uh, units. Like some, I mean, some people won't know what this is. Even people where we live here, but I remember going to Saskatchewan uh, to Saskatoon. Uh, yes, that's an actual place. Yes, and yeah. uh, and I was going there for a um, um, university conference, and and they're like, well, if you want some beer, just go down to the bar downstairs in the hotel right and buy a case from the bartender and i was like oh we want to do this man and they're <laughs> like they're like just go talk to the guy he'll give you so i was acting all like like i was a spy yeah like you're, like it's an actual illegal like, drug deal going illegal on. Yeah, trade yeah. going on here and yeah, they're yeah. like they're like no dude yeah 
It's called the, it's called the off sales or offshore beer sales or however they call it. Yeah. Yeah. They can sell you, they sell you those cases, those brown uncolored cases. Yep. The bars get, they, they sell you direct to the, uh, uh, direct to the consumer. consumer. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. Which is, and in, in Ontario, we are, it was just what, two, three years ago, we were, they, they let the, like we have the liquor store, the LCBO is a liquor where you go get liquor and you can get beer. Control Board of Ontario, right? Yep. Yeah. Control is the main word. Control. Yeah. And we have the beer store. It is literally called the beer store. You go in and there, we call it the in and out store because there's signs that say, this is where you drive to go in. This is where you drive to go out. It's not a drive-through, just, just a regular parking lot. So it's called, it's big orange sign says the beer store, but just a few years ago, they loosened the laws where some big grocery store names can now carry beer. Yeah. We're from a very, how can I put this? <laughs> English. We? Uh, <laughs> sensibilities. Yes. Uh, because of our laws and all that. So there are a lot of stuck up people in this country for the last couple hundred years yeah. when it comes to alcohol and all that. So every time there was another premier, which is our, which our governor, they would always be like, well, we're going to look into it. And if they were conservative, they would look into it, but they would get blocked by the, uh, by the opposing party that were usually liberal or, or, or demo, uh, new democratic. Cause they're like, no, we can't have liquor available. Children will buy. It's like there's cigarettes in stores and yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like it was always this big fear thing. So finally, we have this guy here uh, who came in, uh, uh, Doug Ford, Rob Ford's brother. Yep. And super conservative, but he's also a huge, well, I don't, I don't want to say he's a drunk. He does enjoy his alcohol. Yeah, he does enjoy beer. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he was like, well, fuck these guys. Yeah. Like, well, and then he has a majority government. We're, we're fucking doing this. And everybody's like, no, you can't. He's like, fuck every province. You can go buy beer anywhere yeah. you want. Yeah. Only yeah. here do we have that fucking tight control of these lobbyists. It's like, screw you people. We're putting in uh, Costco, I think. Yeah. And, well, yeah. Loblaws and all the others. Yeah, the, and the, and stuff. the different grocery stores and then the, mm-hmm. the corner stores. And he's like, we're, we're starting with this and then we're going to expand later on. It's, this is just fucking stupid. Yeah. They, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of his before the pandemic. But at least there was a couple of policies he put down. I was just like, thank God. Yeah, yeah. You know? it, was, it was just it was just getting ridiculous. All right. right. I have 12 more of these to get to. So I'm going to move on right. uh, to see what's happening here. Number two, Canada Day. It makes the perfect moving day. As the rest of Canada celebrates with uh, face painting and fireworks, Quebec opts for a mass exodus of apartments. In keeping with decades-old tradition, um, most leases in La Belle Province, which is Quebec, uh, expire July 1st. In 2012, 80,000 Quebecers and, un- and an unknown number of fridges took part in moving. So yeah, they celebrate, they don't really celebrate Canada Day like we do, even though it's a holiday. Yeah. They celebrate St. Jean Baptiste Day, which, which just before. happened a couple of days ago. And then they take Canada Day as a moving day, which, which is not ironic, which is kind of <laughs> a par for the course. Yeah. Some people in Quebec who want to separate from Canada. They're just like, we're just warming up for the day we all move out, huh? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck uh, you, SD. <laughs> Canada Day, no, thank you. Here's the keys. We left the apartment, huh? Yeah, be, be might have to clean a little bit. It's a little dirty. It's an inside Canadian joke where they're like, yeah, we're not going to celebrate this. It's like, it's like us in our 20s not celebrating Father's Day. It's like, you know, yeah, man, one day, maybe. Not today. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Okay, the, uh, number three, the test is tough. In 2010, Canada toughened its citizenship test with a more detailed question and a higher pass mark. As a result, 
failure rates jumped from between 4 and 8% to 30. It's no wonder, do you know what year the, the name Canada first began appearing on maps? Um, that's just like a sample question. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So it, it, used, to, it used to be a, uh, a province of Canada. Yeah. So it would show up like in the early 1800s. Uh, even the, maybe the, 1700s. The, the earliest, it's a, the name Canada showed up on appearing on maps, not as a country, but just as a, as a territory or, or a place, uh, 1547. Oh, yeah. I know, it, exactly. So the it, test it, is it, tough. What, what happened is like a lot of times, like we always talk about, oh, Canadians went down and burned down the White House. And then, and then the Americans like to say, no, that was the British. We say, well, we're a British colony and we were part of the same war. Yeah. You guys weren't Canada until 1867. Well, we were actually called Canadians. Yes. Well before the country became Canada. Exactly. There was a province, and then there was, uh, like I think there was like a, a lower and upper uh, Canada. And all. There was mm-hmm. different sections where small pieces of us Plus, also, Canada. too, when you're arguing, 99.9% of Americans, and no offense, you don't know the, the relevance of 1867. <laughs> you know, yeah. like there's nobody, like not one of them. We had a... Well, they know the relevance of 1812. We're taught two different things across the... Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Border in, the, in the U.S., most people are taught there was a war of 1812. Well, nothing really happened. Well, that's not true. Americans crossed their borders. They, they, they raped and pillaged all the way from Niagara Falls all the way up to Toronto. And then uh, when they came to Toronto, we were like... Okay, you want Toronto? No problem. Uh, we have what's called a magazine, which is a um, a bunker full of yeah. ammo. Yeah, and we may have lit it on fire. Yeah, exactly. And it may have exploded, and it may have caused the biggest carnage the American army had ever seen. <laughs> yeah, You're right. And they went, "Fuck this! That's gonna." Yeah, the reason crazy. that we're not American is for the same reason that they are American. Yeah, it's because the guy who was financing the war said, absolutely not. Can you use the St. Lawrence River with your boats to go attack? I need that for my shipping lanes. Where That's where I make my money. Exactly. So he said, I'll finance your war, but you cannot use your fleet. Yeah. So, so you, you have to cross. Yeah, like, exactly. You have to cross these, these very well-known and very easily. It's almost like 300. Yeah, <laughs> they tried to, to come into foot. Canada through this, this little land corridor and it didn't work. You all right. Come to the foot and carriage and all this. And so basically a, a capitalist said, you can't do this. Yeah. So that I can keep making my money. But because he did that, it gave us an advantage. We ended up by winning uh, and pushing the Americans back. And that's so how we have our, back. Yeah. And they're now capitalists. So capitalism is the reason that there's no capitalism, you know, American style capitalism in Canada. Right. All right. Here we go. Uh, yeah, number four, number four weird things about Canada. We are funny. During an interview on Canadian humor, writer Margaret Atwood, Atwood recounts this gem. What does a Canadian girl say when you ask her if she'd like some sex? She says, only if you're having some too. <laughs> That's just a sample of our, of our idiots. It just, we're idiots up here. So uh, let me see here. And oh, number five, and we are polite. Yes, we are very polite. All that politeness may be going, going to our heads. 86% of Canadians believe they have the best country in the world. So... 86% of us think we are the best, but we're too polite to tell you. <laughs> uh, number six, we are crafty too. To help them design the country's official flag, uh, people, uh, members of parliament asked Canadians in 1963 to draft suggestions. Of the 3,541 patriots who responded, nearly 400 thought a beaver should be on front and center. While only 
Only one trippy submission depicted the disembodied heads of the four Beatles encircling the flirtily. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Exactly. So yeah, we, we actually did our, thankfully it was before the internet because it'd be like the Bodie McBoat face flag. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it would be the one direction flag of Canada. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, here we go. Moving on. Number seven beavers aren't as sweet as they look. Think Canada's national animal is cute and cuddly. Beavers have been known to attack humans and on some occasions kill them. Uh, somebody from Belarus, an angler from Belarus, died in April uh, at the teeth of one of these rodents. Wow. Yeah. yeah so there you go. So they didn't respect them, man. Those things gnaw through trees. Exactly. So please, people, respect the beaver. And for God's sakes, just be careful when you're being if you're, if you're and, and the animal, them. too. Yeah, exactly. Them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here we go. Number eight, we're a little competitive. No wonder Americans joke that Canadians have an inferiority complex. Even the composer of our national anthem uh, decamped to the United States to seek professional success. Yeah, so it's a larger market. It's what a lot of entertainers do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You come back once in a while and you do what you got to do here, you know, to do some work. But Yeah, yeah, you collect your Junos and whatnot and get your, you know, Medals and then you go with the states. So do uh, money. English, Australian. So does the rest of the world. So exactly, exactly. It's that American consumer market. That it's where the market is. It's, yeah, they built the market there. So you got to go where the work is, right? Yes. Um, number nine. We're a little old. We're a little odd. Sorry, not old. We're a little odd too. To celebrate Canada's big one hundred, that was obviously over fifty years ago. Residents of Naomi, BC, transformed bathtubs into motorboats and raced fifty-eight kilometers across the Georgia Strait to Vancouver. The bathtub races are now an annual event. Yeah, you see, that's still going on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, number ten, we like a good party. Yeah, no shit, we do. Uh, you're more likely to fet the French. F-E-T-E, uh, Canadian birthday, if you are among the 7 million citizens whose mother's tongue isn't French or English, there are 200 other languages to choose from. So most people, if you, people in this country that don't speak French or English are the most likely to pate, <laughs> which is, you know, um, I, I think that just shows that they're obviously weren't born here because you wouldn't make it through the schooling system. Like, so if you, if you immigrate here, you're just, you're so excited to be Canadian and happy to be in Canada that yeah, Canada day is a ginormous party. Oh, a lot yeah, of, it was on Canada. Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A lot of us take it for granted. It's like, yeah, I'm a Canadian. Of course I'm Canadian. I mean, it's like, but some people literally dying to be here and it's, you know, yep. we remind ourselves once in a while. That's how lucky we do indeed have it here. All right. Number 11, we've changed our minds. Canadians officially referred to July 1st as Dominion Day until 1982, when 13 sleepy members of Parliament voted in to change the name at 4 p.m. on a Friday before declaring the rest of the afternoon a holiday and taking it off. Fantastic. Yeah, when I grew up, our, our maps used to show the Dominion of Canada. Yes, exactly. And that all changed in 1982. Uh, that's because our constitution was in England. Right. And then Pierre Trudeau... You know, the current guy, his dad. His dad, yep. Brought it over here, and the queen signed it. He signed it, and it kind of gave us our... Oh, yeah. So, that was, some independence. Yeah, because that happened when we were in, like, 
grade school, like almost like to Americans, uh, like our junior high. So we were we were old enough in, well, we in high, high school. high school. We were, no, no, that was nineteen eighty two. Oh, 90. sorry, yeah, we were like, yeah, not young enough. Anyway, but we were, but but we were we were old enough to be aware of what's going on. You know, when you're a kid, and if you're like three well, or four, in the general sense, yeah, yeah, it depends on how much you're watching it. Yeah, we knew, we knew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> number twelve, we'll take a risk. On Canada Day 2006, three relieve, <laughs> relievers relieved themselves on a national war memorial. Yeah. That's, that's horrible. Uh, someone snapped the photo, which caused national outrage when it was published in the papers. One of the men was charged after 50 hours of community service, a $200 donation, and a public letter of apology. He got a reprieve from court. Yeah, now they're tearing those statues down. Not, no, not here. Yeah, no, not here. <laughs> not here. No, no, no. We're trying. Um, number 13. This is the last one I'm going to read off here. And this is the last one on the list. Our delicacies can be found around the world. If you're keen to celebrate your homeland's holiday, but you're one of the 2.8 million strong, uh, not in Canada, pick up some poutine at the Rocky Mountain Tavern in Seoul, Korea, a fluffy beaver tail in Saudi Arabia, or a box of Timbits at one of the 19 Tim Hortons in the United uh, Arab uh, Emirates. So, Yeah, and there's Timmy's, of course, in the U.S. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's – and obviously right across the border. Like, it's there's lots yeah. everywhere. Anyway, so those Except are the perks. Again, I'll reiterate, whatever Boston thinks they're doing with poutine, stop. Yeah, it's not poutine. Enough. And again, I know we're going a little bit Canadian heavy on the show, but it's our birthday. Come on, give cut us some slack. So, uh, oh, that's for nothing. <laughs> fiercely Canadian. You're fierce. I'm fiercely Canadian, so I'm going to apologize anyway. And I apologize for my host for being <laughs> not apologizing. There you go. How's that for you? All right. Um, end off the show here. You want to, you want to get in some unsolicited advice? Sure. Before we take off. All right. Here we go. Here's uh, this week's letter. My boyfriend has a close friend, but I don't know if I should be worried about her. She is his she is best friends with his sister and gets along with all of his family. His parents and, and her mom went to middle school together and have been friends ever since. The red flag I got was when we took a break and she reached out to me uh, on his behalf. I started thinking how it's not the best feeling that he vents to her about our personal moments. I didn't disclose this with him, but it made me wonder how close they really are. When I come over for family events, she's always there and the family always posts about her accomplishments on social media and are very attracted to her. Oh, okay. When I bring her up to him, he just says they're very close friends and he can vent to her. He also threw in that there he sees her as a little sister. Am I overreacting? I what actually heard comedian Daniel Sloss make a joke about this. Okay. He has a best friend who's a girl. Her name's Jean. He's like, and they've been through everything together. Okay. And he's like, and everybody likes to think that there's something going on, but he's like, no, it's strictly platonic. He says the idea of us seeing each other naked is makes us feel sad. You know, okay. He's like, but he goes, we've been through hell together. So he says, I was dating a girl. I was dating, I was dating two months. And she's like, you know, Daniel, sometimes I feel like you love Jean more than me. And he goes, no, baby, no. All the time. No. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Goes, she's put the work in. 
He goes, yeah. you don't get to suck a dick and jump the front of the line. Yes. So, yeah. Sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> that that describes perfectly what this is. Exactly. Put the time in. There yeah. was nothing going on. There was never a relationship there. She's a little jealous because she's like, but she's a girl. Doesn't matter. They're friends. Mm-hmm. They're very close. And he, she's put the time in to, to nurture you know, his, uh, his emotions, his ups, his downs, eventually you're going to be that person. Yeah. And if he vents to her about their relationship, who else? Like if, if he goes, man, she doesn't get me. And your dude friends are going to be like, yeah, I don't know why she doesn't get you. You might go to your closest female friend. Who's not your sister and be like, yeah, what the hell's going on? And she, she might have a, her, his relationship with his childhood friend. Um, might actually be adv- uh, advantageous to you, you know, because you're, you know I mean, because now she's going to be your voice of reason, you know, like. It, yeah. And it's yeah. also the fact that uh, um, she also has, I'm sure she has a best friend. She has multiple best friends, women. Yeah. Friends. And there's different stages. So there's like the five girls she gossips to the three girls she calls in, you know, when she needs help. Yeah. And the one girl who, who sees everything, knows everything, and has seen your naked pictures. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He has that person, and it's also a girl. I think what's what's making her uncomfortable is that, well, a guy would normally have a guy friend. Yeah. But his happens to be a girl, and she's worried that, well, you're so close, obviously there's an emotional bond, that you could probably leave me for her. So yeah. You get that out of your head. Yeah, exactly. Um, real quick, Carlos Candido's, Candido is uh, chiming in here. He says, "Howdy, Woodchuck Chuckers. We are good, Chuck. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> peace. Um, hope you're doing well, man. Yeah, yeah. I hope you're helping you, Carlos. Uh, he's a good friend of the show. I hope he's hanging in there and while all this stuff is going on and even keeping his healthy. So, okay, I want to jump back on this advice thing, though. Okay, if the roles are reversed, you know, if you're, a, I'm older." now and i'm the least probably the least jealous person now but when you're in your 20s you're like every guy that talks to your girlfriend you think they want to fuck her and you know what 99 percent of the time you're probably right yeah. <laughs> because you're in your 20s and 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 you would you would fuck a camel if it stood still and if you had access to a said camel <laughs> you know what I mean like it's it's that it's that primal thing we have. We just like, it's, it's millions and millions and millions of years of evolution. It's told us don't let other people's DNA get close to where you're going to put your DNA. And that's not an excuse. And it's not, it's not an excuse for bad behavior. We know what's happening. We can control it. We can, you mean, we can talk ourselves, you mean, out of the, you mean, off the bridge because we're, we've gone past that. We can, we can go against the same thing, same thing about like marriage. It goes against every, instinct for uh, like uh, like all these years of evolution have told a male spread your seed move on spread your seed move on and but that's 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 the beauty about marriage is you love somebody so much that you're willing to turn off that evolutionary voice and it's like no this means more to me anyway back to the jealousy thing if roles are reversed you know a dude would be like, what the fuck, man? Why do you keep going to him? He just wants to fuck you. And it's like, you know what I mean? Because there'd be no, especially if they're young, there'd be no convincing them. Um, but I think with, on the other hand, with most, again, I'm not an expert, but most women, they get jealous of the emotional connection. Yeah. And that's what he has with this person is yeah. a deep emotional connection. And, and that's she, what she's feeling threatened about. Yeah. And, and she, 
it's usually the uh like when girls have guy friends that are that are friend zoned yeah they're friend zoned they're friend zoned guys yeah. are usually the ones trying to get out of the friend zone most of the time yeah right so even if he wanted to do something she would the other the friend would probably shut him down yeah like no that's not what a relationship is right you know and if he was going to do something i guarantee you she wouldn't be like oh finally Let's screw around behind your girlfriend's back. Now, that's what the girlfriend's best friend does. Right. Most of the time, you're worried about the other girl. You should be worried about your best friend who's hanging out with you and your boyfriend all the time. Because I've seen it countless times Mm -hmm. where the girl, her boyfriend, has an affair with her best friend. Yeah. And they disappear in the night. And you know what I mean? See, the thing is, and also, too, I know we're running a little bit long today, but the like we have, we've been friends for we're not having an affair no no we've been we've been friends for 35 years um guys are very loyal like like my best friend like has been my best friend forever your best friend has been your best friend forever and it just but with women it seems like they i noticed even growing up and going through school and everything else their best friend was the the one they chatted to or had the most classes with that semester you mean they're very they're very loose Lucy goosey with the best friend. You know I mean like, it's like they have a new best friend every six I, months. I can't get over how quick they can, like they do this. I mean, I've had women do this to me who are, who are platonic friends. Yeah. But, like they'll have friends for like 10 years. Right. And then you see, she wore the same shirt as me, bitch. I'm not talking to her ever again. Exactly. And we'll literally never talk to her again. It's just like, yeah, exactly. So it just, like, why, whatever It's like, I gotta, I got over the fact that he kissed my girlfriend. You want to give her the fact that she wore the same shirt as you yeah shirts, like but but this is it this is i can i remember uh god years ago i was in a relationship two year long or whatever and we broke up and within and i'm not kidding minutes i left i had this you mean i was i was staying somewhere a knock was on the door and it was one of her closest friends and within days and i didn't do anything I'm just, I'm sitting in for myself, but within days, there was multiple people siding, all her friends are siding with me and also saying, wow, if, you know, one day you're ever, it's, it was, it was really fucked up. (laughs) And again, it was, but also too, they saw the relationship rob for a couple of years. You mean, and it just, it's, they didn't, of course I have, it's not all women, but some women, why they go for married men is they get this thing in their head. Well, besides the, there's no commitment there. There's the portion of their brain that goes, well, if he's good enough to marry, he's, he's good stock genetically. Yep. Yep. And also personally and everything. If he, if he is definitely good enough for somebody to go all through the trouble of marrying, then he's definitely worth my time. (laughs) Exactly. It's ridiculous. It's a weird thing, but women go through that. And that's why some of them really, but that's, but that's the thing. If you date, if you dated somebody, you could be dating the most beautiful woman in the world. And I can be the most single guy in the world. If you broke it, you are, she is like pooter non gratis. It is. I would never, it would, it would never even cross my mind. I got a buddy in high school to do that. Like it just, he he dated one girl. Right. And she, they were a group of seven friends. Uh-oh. And within two years, he had dated and moved on and slept <laughs> with every single one of that group. Yeah. And they all knew about it. And they're like, oh, he's dating her now? Okay, whatever. Yeah, exactly. That would be like, I, nobody yeah. date him. They're like, they're like, okay, he's so handsome. <laughs> and he went through all seven girls. Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so our advice to this woman, are, should she be threatened by a lifetime friend of the opposite sex? Uh, my advice is no. 
but don't make it a bigger, if you make it a bigger case, you're going to fuck up. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make a big deal, but yeah, I, I get where the jealousy is coming from, but at the same time you're going to lose. Yeah. Like, or like go have a conversation with her, talk to her, tell yeah. her how you feel. Yeah. All right. Tell her that you you feel threatened and you'll see that she'll talk yeah, to you. Exactly. You're be fine. Exactly. Exactly. And she'll tell you about the one time she sucked his dick in high school, but it didn't go any further. <laughs> and then you'll have that picture in your you head. You just don't get to jump to the front of the line, you sociopath. <laughs> Fuck Daniel Sloss. <laughs> All right. I gotta, we got to get out of here. Uh, I know. Um, yeah. I'm going to get some uh, housekeeping done real quick. If you want to find the show, we are at Roman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can find myself. I am at Robert MMCast on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Roman LeBeau. He is the Roman LeBeau on Twitter and Instagram and Roman Citizens on absolutely everything else, including uh, Snapchat, Christian Grinder. Um, uh, front of the line, sociopath.com. <laughs> suckingdick.com um <laughs> if you want to find our show uh, we have uh, we're part of four different uh fabulous organizations the tangible network the mc podcast network the uh points of interest podcast network and we're also uh, endorsed by emotionally 14 i implore you to google all four of those places and you will not be disappointed by all the wonderful content you will find Romanpodcast.com is where you go take it right to our t public store you can get our vintage logo our current logo our curb covid logo our uh our holiday logo on absolutely anything you could ever want. So for all your Roman podcast merch, visit romanpodcast.com or .ca. Tasty nudes. You have any Canada Day tasty nudes you want to send Roman? Send them to romanpodcast.gmail.com. I'm a happily married man, but if you have any tasteful Canada Day nudes, I'll happily peruse those. Same address, Kara Rob, romanpodcast.gmail.com. And last but not least, the review reach around. If you would like to give Roman or Rob a Canada Day reach around, Go to Apple Podcasts and you leave us a star rating review, and we call that the Review Reach Around. That's right. That's a five star. Holy fuck, I love maple syrup. Reach around. So until next time, happy Canada Day. I'm Rob Gast. Happy Canada Day. I'm Roman LeBeau. And we'll see you next time. Later. What would you do? With the powers of creation. Would you speak of triumph? Would you talk of joy? Or would yours be a chorus of rage? The Tangent Bound Network is seeking those with the powers of voice to join an international network of podcasters. Visit tangentboundnetwork.com and let your voice be heard. You're listening to the Points of Interest Podcast Network. You can find us at poipodcast.com for the love of pod.